At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the edge with jonathan von tobel and matt humans on vsin the sports betting network What up, welcome in. A Friday edition of The Edge. Not a football Friday because, well, I mean, I guess there's the Pro Bowl this weekend. You're a big Pro Bowl guy, right? Well, uh, I used to bet the Pro Bowl every year, but it turned into a joke, I would say, uh, four or five years ago. And uh, at that point, you know, a popular bet was always to bet the Pro Bowl total over. Yep. And um, the Pro Bowl has really changed a lot in the last, like, like I said, four to five years and um, no more. I mean, if you think about it, it used to be a significant game, and guys cared about it. And uh, then contracts got so big that guys became too smart to uh, risk their health in an exhibition game like this. And now it's um, pretty much like flag football. I think it is going to be uh, a little bit more significant to a lot of people because it's in Vegas this mm. weekend. And I say that because there's going to be a near sellout crowd at Allegiant Stadium for this game, and that's going to create some excitement. And I think encourage you guys to uh, – Maybe stage what looks uh, more like a real football game instead of flag football this weekend. But yep. I don't have a bet on it. And um, I, I'd say the last two or three years, actually, there was no Pro Bowl last year uh, because of the pandemic. But uh, I would say about three years ago, I stopped betting the Pro Bowl. Yeah, the uh, they added some incentives and uh, nobody really cares. But you can still bet on it if you'd like uh, this coming weekend. And I don't know if uh, I would like to burn money on it either. Now, I will like to burn money on some of these Super Bowl props. We saw last night the Westgate Superbook mm-hmm. did its uh, annual tradition of unveiling all of its props and throwing them up on the board. And you get all the sharp guys going out there and betting them. Not as many sharp guys as you used to have. No, nah, I used to. I went out there one year and the line was you know through the door at one point. Mm-hmm. Now, it, you know. Even if you have your, they were up on their app today too, so you couldn't bet them on the app yesterday. But regardless, like you mentioned yesterday, things have changed. Times have changed. You don't mm-hmm. want to get out here. Not in town as much for the uh, the Super Bowl. Regardless, Westgate, and they're not alone. There's a lot, but the Westgate does a fantastic job with these. I'm looking at the doc that they sent uh, overnight. Thirty-two pages worth of props over at the Westgate Superbook that are up for the betters rejoice. Yeah, according to uh, Taylor Mathis on Twitter, it's 469 props nice. at the Westgate Superbook. Uh, 469, and I might end up betting about ten of those. <laughs> uh, I, typically, I have between ten to twenty prop bets every year. Uh, I don't have any uh, right now. I've got some. I was doing some homework on them last night and this morning. And uh, you also want to compare. You want to price compare. Prop shop, I guess mm-hmm. you call it. Uh, see what other books have up. <clears throat> uh, because you got, you've got plenty of options out there. And uh, a variety of prices sometimes on the same prop. 
Uh, so you definitely have to shop around a little bit. Uh, South Point's got a lot of props up here now, too. Yep. So what were you uh, initially looking at? Because I know that, like one of the angles uh, that personally that I was looking at when you're, um, when you're talking about this and the way that I've handicapped it up to this point uh, was looking at some Joe Burrow-centric props and uh, maybe playing them under. I think Joe Burrow props going to be popular with the public. And, uh, playing them the over, though. Public's right? going to yeah. be playing them over. So if you like it under, I would wait until next weekend to bet those when those Burrow numbers oh, yeah. uh, start to get inflated by uh, public betting. I, I actually like over four and a half sacks. That's one of the props I'm checking out here. I think Burrow's going to be sacked a few times in this game. Is there any juice on that or is it pick? Uh, well, that's the one thing. I'm shopping around to yeah. see what you can find. Here at the South Point, you've got four and a half. Uh, the over's minus 170, I think. And uh, a lot, some spots you're going to find five sacks. You know, do you want to bet over four and a half? Do you want to bet over five? That's what I'm looking at. Also, longest field goal of the game, 47 and a half yards. I like that over. And uh, the kicking conditions are obviously going to be perfect at SoFi Stadium. You've got uh, two kickers who are reliable, who can uh, boot up from deep. And uh, I see plus money here at the South Point on over 47 and a half and plus uh, 105. So... Those just uh, just a couple of the props to throw out there. I was I was checking out this morning. Yeah, one of the things uh, that I was also looking around at, and I've only looked at one shop, so I want to see what the change has been. But I brought this up on opening lines. You know, the the change in philosophy, right, in football. These teams are getting more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're finding themselves in situations where they're going to go for it on fourth down more, or go for two point conversions more often. Yeah. Um, Find it interesting that uh, the Westgate Superbook, at least, will there be a two-point conversion attempt, not even just a successful one, an attempt? Yes, even money. You're not even getting plus money on them now. You're getting even money. And back in the day, uh, that used to be a plus money prop that you were getting. I used to bet that prop a lot, too. I also like to bet on a a team to punt. Uh, What will a team do first? Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Punt before uh, (laughs) score. I I like to bet that. And uh, I've always liked to – you know, take a shot on some of the crazy ones. Like, will the Rams win by exactly three points? Yes. You can get it about seven to one odds at some spots out there. Uh, my score prediction is going to have the Rams winning this game by three points. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, I know a lot of people like to bet the safety, the two-point conversion, uh, fun props. You don't have to attack every single prop like you're a bloodthirsty professional. Uh, sometimes... <laughs> Seriously, some some pros take this too seriously and they mock the public. Hey, some people want to bet some props for entertainment. That's okay. Right. You know, everything doesn't have to be uh, dead serious. And uh, sometimes a two-point conversion, the safety, uh, some props like that are, are popular with the public. And you don't have to make fun of people for betting them. I am glad you said that because, yeah, I think lost in the conversation sometimes is everything, everything's got to be plus EV. And uh-huh. like, sometimes you just want to throw a few shekels on something and sweat it out and have a little fun on a plus price or, or so. Uh, and also some of those, like the sharp bettors, as we know, they're doing things that, uh, that some people aren't. What they're doing is they'll bet one side at another book and then go, they'll bet under on one book mm-hmm. and then go bet over at another so they can set themselves up for a middle. And that's all they're doing is, you know, arbitraging middling and setting themselves up to just lock in profit. Most Dude, of the time. I, I know one guy who bets six figures on Super Bowl props every year yeah. and he never really takes a side. He's got both sides of every prop he bets. Yep. And, uh, you know, he sets himself up for, let's say he bets 80 props. If he hits seven or eight middles on those 80 props, he has a great Super Bowl. Yep. And um, there's a lot of guys who bet props that way, and they're obviously public bettors who bet them for entertainment, which is okay as well. But uh, there's definitely two different prop markets out there in terms of uh, who's buying. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then when you get to the fun stuff, uh, by the way, uh, next week there will be a, a special podcast dedicated to this, also a, a breakdown in Point Spread Weekly. 
Who will have more? Evan Mobley, points and rebounds versus Stafford completions on Sunday, right? Evan mm-hmm. Mobley and the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'll play the Washington Wizards on Saturday. These are the ones that are a lot of fun. And last year I had a lot of fun breaking these down, but these crossboard props, obviously of hockey and all the other ones as well uh, that are involved. But uh, usually the last few years I've had like three or four crossboard props that I have wagered on as well. They've been I'm, I'm banking on you to come up with a couple good NBA crossboard props for the Super Bowl that we can fire on. Oh, yeah. We're going to have them. I, I'm, right now I'm in the, I'm in the, the collection mode where I'm just collecting all of the crossboard props I could find in a dock and, you know, making sure I can write them all out and see what's going on. And, and then you start attacking from there, getting the schedules right and everything like that. So, you know, I also uh, I wanted to mention, too, it's it's comical to me how much misinformation there is out there on Twitter about uh, betting. Okay. I saw somebody uh, tweet this morning that I like the Bengals at plus four. I don't know if this line's going to four and a half. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, the line's been four and a half pretty much all week. And uh, the line's four and a half in a bunch of spots right now. By the way, the Rams minus 200, minus four and a half, total of 48 and a half. If you're waiting on those numbers to move, I don't think you're going to see much movement until uh, I would say Thursday of next week. It does say. Uh, I mean, as much as this this has grown in terms of uh, what what does Jimmy call it? This racket in terms uh-huh. of sports betting. Uh, there's still it, it does surprise me because we're so deep in it that there are a lot of people out there who are still pretty like raw and fresh to it that you don't mm-hmm. realize that there's different books and that there's different numbers right. that are available. Or I did see <laughs> one of my favorite tweets well, the other especially day. Especially true with props. If you're gonna right. have props, don't just go to one book. Check out the props at six or seven books. You could be laying a buck fifteen at one spot where you're getting plus one ten yeah. on the other, yeah. you know, in another spot. So yeah, it's always important to shop. Now, one of my favorite things that I saw the last couple of days was I think it was like a prop on. Um, it was something ridiculous. It, it was a Super Bowl prop, you know, one of those fun props, you know, Gatorade bath color, for example. But somebody tweeted it out and he goes, <laughs> yeah, Vegas thinks this. Thanks, at my bookie. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Vegas does not have the Gatorade prop up. Uh, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You're not going to find that there. So as you mentioned, four and a half, total of 48 and a half. And to reiterate, too, uh, not only with the props, because you mentioned something key, I want to bet Joe Burrow some of these props under, wait until the late into the week uh, next week, because that's when the public gets their hands on them. Same goes for this number here. Public has not gotten their hands on this Super Bowl side yet. Most of this is respected money that you've seen up to this point, driving the total down and the side up. So we'll get to that and uh, what the public does with that by what, Thursday or so. Yeah, we should mention, too, that Sunday night, our final opening line show of yes. the season from the Circus Sportsbook is going to be pretty much all props. We're going to talk uh, props for about two hours. We've got a star-studded guest lineup. Mitch Moss of v is going to join us at wow. 8.15 Sunday night. Get. At 8.30, Bubble Boy, Randy McKay, okay. is going to join us. One of the sharpest sports bettors in the world. Uh, he's got some props he likes. He was telling me about yesterday. Mitch Moss, Randy McKay in the first hour, and hopefully hour number two, Doug Kazarian is going to join us at 9.15 if he's not busy live betting NBA games. <laughs> and uh, 9.30, Dave Tooley, Tooley the Tout, is going to be on with uh, cool. his best bets on props. So it's opening lines 8 to 10. Pacific time Sunday night from the Circus Sportsbook. Uh, Bucks and Clippers will probably be in the fourth quarter. Actually, it'll be over by then. So hopefully okay. he's not in live betting anything at that point right now. I mean, or at that point. Maybe he's live betting something, but it ain't going to be the NBA. Hey, speaking of which, we got 90 seconds, so we don't spend a ton of time on this. Do you see the big trade? Wh- which league? Uh, the NBA. No, I missed that one. Uh, you missed it. The Los Angeles Clippers, speaking of, have made a deal. How about this? Five-player trade. Portland Trailblazers involved. Norm Powell and Robert Covington are going to go to the Los Angeles Clippers for Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a second-round pick. Bam. Okay. The Portland – I'll put it very simply. The Portland Trailblazers got fleeced. 
They got fleeced. They tra- if you remember, they traded Gary Trent Jr. and I think at least I know at least one first round pick uh, for Norm Powell right. last year. And now they're flipping Norm Powell and Robert Covington in a trade for Eric Bledsoe in a second round pick. You know, I, w- I did watch last night the uh, Lakers Clippers game. Outstanding game. Clippers right. went one eleven to one ten, and uh, the Clippers continue their dominance over the Lakers. Thirty out of thirty seven. That's why I sent a gift to uh, Jeff Sherman laughing at him. But the Clippers have yet to reach the NBA Finals. Ah, that's neither here nor there. And also, they got some bad news last night. Ty Lue said in the postgame, yeah, we're pro- we probably know that Kawhi Leonard's not going to come back. It was a year. bomb. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeff what? Sherman at the Westgate subsequently moves the Clippers to 100-1 to to win the NBA Finals this Jeez. year. That okay. sucks. Uh, what doesn't suck, joining our own Stormy Bonatoni on Friday the 11th at 6 p.m. for the big game betting and beers event at the South Point Casino here in Las Vegas. Stormy's going to be with our guys in the desert, Chris Andrews, Jimmy Vicaro, and Vinny Mayula for some fun and informative info. Event's free for everybody over 21, so make sure you stop by here. Get those free samples of Bookmaker Blonde Ale. It's Friday the 11th at 6 p.m. We'll be back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the edge on vsin the sports betting network You know that VSIN is the best place to get all the betting insights for the big game. And right now, you can sign up and get our free big game betting guide. Digital guide gives you trends, strategies, props to watch, and tips from our experts. Visit VSIN.com slash Super Bowl to get your free guide and get ready for the biggest football betting action of the year. And as humans said, for more Super Bowl preparation next Sunday, actually this Sunday, it's in a couple of days, uh, the days all melt together. Opening lines, last one of the year, all focus on the Super Bowl and proposition bets as well. We're going to have a star-studded guest line. All right, Matt Humans, with that. College hoops. Now, today, not great in terms of the schedule. Um, there is a really good one later tonight, which we'll get to as part of Best Bets in the Mountain West, San Diego State and Colorado State. But it is worth looking ahead to tomorrow because Saturday's card uh, is absolutely chock full of some goodies in terms of college hoops and what we can expect in terms of contests between some rivals. We've got some revenge spots, too. Uh, tomorrow, I will let you take the floor. At the top of the list for you, please don't say Duke, North Carolina, is what? Uh, top of the list for me is going to be uh, the Baylor-Kansas yes. game in the Big 12. I think that it's going to be intriguing because both these teams seem to be leaking oil recently. And uh, Kansas just won on the road at Iowa State without O'Shea Agbaji, who's, uh, I think, a top five player in the country. That was a real positive to uh, beat the Cyclones uh, without Agbaji. But uh, they go back home to Allen Fieldhouse for a week ago. I bet Kentucky 
against Kansas, <laughs> and I certainly did not expect Kentucky to be up 20 points at the half, 51 to 31. And um, we're going to see what Baylor can do here because the Bears have uh, obviously they've been banged up. They haven't been at full strength recently, but they've a week ago they also took a loss at Alabama. Uh, Baylor has uh, dropped from number one to number eight. Kansas barely hanging on as a top ten team. I think at full strength, both of these teams are final four threats, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see which team gets its act together here down the stretch. I think Kansas wins the game, JVT. I can't say that with a lot of conviction. Uh, What does Ken Palm project uh, for a line in this game? I would say Kansas uh, two and a half. Uh, Kansas minus one with a total of 151 now. Uh, Ken Palm's numbers are notoriously kind of slow in terms of player absences and whatnot, so right. I'm not sure if that, you know, I would assume that does not factor in uh, Oshaz Agbaji in terms of his potential absence. I'm, I'm assuming he's going to be back for this game. Is it wrong to assume that? No, I don't think so either. Um, okay. let's, this is from uh, Bill Self. Quote, he is going to have to test out of the protocol with a negative test before he can actually play and participate. The timing of it is such that can happen before we play Baylor. He's still got to do that. Uh, we're just going mm-hmm. along, not going to comment, blah, 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 blah. Coach speak from there. Well, if he doesn't play, then... All bets are off on Kansas. Yeah, and he did but, note, uh, too, uh, in his media availability today uh, that uh, Akbaji wasn't really feeling any symptoms, feeling quite well. So maybe that's a positive. But well, let it's, him play a, that. it's the test okay. that's going to make all the difference in the world. Uh, we got also uh, Duke, North Carolina. Oh, I, th- I do think we have to go to that next. It's Coach K's last trip to Chapel Hill. You're going to get a tear in your eye. Uh, Saturday afternoon. I got a tear in my eye knowing K. that he was only three games above 500 against North Carolina in his career. <clears throat> well, hey. Carolina's had some good teams. It's a competitive <laughs> rivalry. Um, a lot of people don't remember that Bob Knight had a losing record to uh, produce Gene Cady head to head. Bob Knight's dominance was in the 80s and 90s. But uh, I think Duke here is uh, a solid, I'm going to say, three point favorite. I haven't seen numbers pop up anywhere uh, yet today. There might be a couple uh, stray openers offshore. But I'm making Duke three. And if you make Duke anything less than three, I'm playing the Blue Devils here. I, I think a tougher, more talented team. And the biggest problem I see with North Carolina, it's just a, a weak defensive team. Yep. And uh, Roy Williams caught a lot of flack because he was not a good defensive coach. And uh, so far, under Hubert Davis, uh, UNC has been even worse defensively. Uh, I just, Duke's got more talent, I think more toughness, especially with Trevor Keels back. And um, I'll, I'll lay it here with Duke. Uh, I don't really want to lay the three, but if I can, uh, if I can lay two and a half here, Duke would be my bet in Chapel Hill. Well, it's going to be around there. Duke uh, Ken Palm line was three with a total of one forty nine. So mm-hmm. uh, the, again, for those who are wondering, you know, why does that matter? The Ken Palm line is usually reflective of what the betting market is going to be and where it usually heads. So Duke minus three, total one forty nine. I'd look out for that for tomorrow. And you're absolutely right. One of the things. Uh, that sticks out to me when you're looking at this. So North Carolina has notoriously been awful at forcing turnovers. They're dead last of the ACC in terms of defensive turnover rate, uh, but that's been Duke's problem. So I wonder if they're going to be able to actually force those turnovers because when Duke has been ter- uh, poor in ACC play, it's when they've turned the ball over a lot, and 17.8% turnover rate is pretty poor for Duke. And they got Trevor Keels back last game, so you'd expect that he'd mm-hmm. be out there and fully healthy. I would lean well, toward Duke got, as well. You know, I've got Duke power rated a top five team in the country. I don't even have North Carolina in the top 25 yeah. or even in the top 30. So this is a game uh, Coach K and Duke should win. All right, what about uh, Kentucky and Alabama? I think that's probably got to be at the top of the list as well in terms of contests for Saturday in college hoops. Uh, Ken Palm line here, Kentucky three with a total of 159. I'd lay the three with Kentucky. Actually, with Ty Ty Washington back, yep. uh, the Wildcats are a much different team, much more dynamic offensively. He makes things go. Even though he shot one for nine against Kansas uh, last week, you could see how much better 
uh, Kentucky was on the offensive end of the floor just with him out there. And uh, Alabama's defense has not been good in conference play. Uh, Al- it has been bad. Alabama, and I like Nate Oates, and I hate to say this, but Alabama looks like a low IQ basketball team, mm-hmm. kind of like a poorly coached team. And I, I think Oates is a pretty good coach, but it's this helter skelter, throwing up bad shots, sloppy on the defensive end of the floor, and really no rim defense, not much rebounding. And nope. those are those are all bad signs for the Crimson Tide. And I think if you look at this college hoop season, you've had two teams who've really been fast risers. One was Arizona in uh, late November and December, and the latest one has been Kentucky in the month of January. And I think uh, Kentucky, uh, you've seen a lot of buy signs for that team, and I'm going the opposite way on Bama. Yeah, I would agree with that. And with Kentucky, too, I don't want to say draw a line through it, but when Ty Ty Washington goes down in the middle of that game against Auburn, when they're leading, by the way. Kentucky would have won the game if he didn't go down. I'm <laughs> right. serious. Yeah, no, I agree. Say, well, you don't know for sure what would have happened. Kentucky was dominating that game before he went down. Yep. Up nine. Right? I yeah. completely agree. So, And Alabama, too, to give you some of the numbers behind what we've seen from them uh, in conference play, uh, it's been pretty bad. 107.9 points per 100 possessions. Uh, in terms of, you mentioned rebounding. How about this? Opponents rebounding or grabbing 33.7% of their misses. So, like, they're mm-hmm. giving up an offensive rebounding rate that's insanely high. And I think Kentucky's got a pretty good guy on the glass. I don't know. Oh, wow. Oscar Tishweeby. <laughs> Tishweeby is like wow. the best rebounder I've ever seen in my life. How about this? Tops in the country uh, in terms of defensive rebounding rate individually and the second best individual offensive rebounding rate, according to Ken Palm. So gives you an idea of what this dude is able to do on the glass. It's going to be a big, big deal in this matchup. Not too many guys you can pencil in for 15 rebounds every night. They go out and step on the floor. Yep. But that, that's pretty much the case with him. So uh, Kentucky right now, you, you can make an argument, is uh, playing as well as any – other team in the country. You, you could even power rate Kentucky number one right now at full strength, and I would not disagree with that. And Bama's not in the same class. So I, I don't think that number's actually going to be three. I think it's good. Did you say five? I'd, I'd say a little bit higher. Yeah. I, I was thinking four or four and a half, but okay. who knows? <clears throat> All right, next one up, Big 12, revenge spot. Uh, these revenge spots are popular. Texas at home against Iowa State. Uh, Longhorns, when they uh, faced Iowa State earlier in the year, uh, lost that game on the road, 79-70. to Now they come back here. Ken Palm projection, um, Texas by six with a total of 118. Yeah, bumped that up a little bit. Uh, Cyclones off that, I think, uh, disturbing home loss to Kansas when uh, the Jayhawks' best player wasn't out there. And you're going to catch a Texas team that's uh, breathing fire. I said this the other day, the Longhorns were kind of like uh, lambs led to slaughter in yep. uh, Lubbock the other night against Texas Tech. And uh, this is a, a conference revenge spot. This is Chris, Chris Beard's team. Uh, I think it'll be uh, angry off the loss at Tech. And uh, this is probably the wrong time to be catching Texas. So I would, I would lay up to probably up to seven with Texas. I wouldn't be surprised if that side really gets a lot of steam uh, by Saturday. I think Texas is going to be a heavily bet side against Iowa State. And, and let's just talk about this. I know that the Cyclones won the first time around. T.J. Otzenberger, he's got some talent mm-hmm. on that team. Um, he did a great job putting together a roster with talent. He doesn't really know how to coach it. Uh, but if you look at the coaching matchup here, it's, a, it's about as big a mismatch as you can get in terms of X's and O's with Chris Beard against uh, Otzenberger. So uh, Texas would have to be my side there. Yeah, and uh, Texas in that game too. I got off to a pretty strong start, but ultimately started to fade at the end of the first half and went Iowa State's way. So I would agree with uh, the sentiment there. I was kind of surprised six with 118. When you look more into the matchup, though, you realize Iowa State, uh, I think offensively, they got some problems, especially you talk about turnovers. They're one of the worst teams that you can watch in terms of turnovers. All right, let's talk about your guys. I know it's a lopsided matchup on paper. Boilers laying 11 
according to Ken mm-hmm. Palm here in this spot against Michigan. A total I've got at 151. Yeah, there's two more games we can talk about here, one in the Pac-12 and one in the Big Ten. And I think Michigan uh, got a pretty good win at Indiana, uh, I think, a week ago Sunday. And uh, a win at Purdue would be huge for Michigan's resume because Wolverines need something. They've really been, uh, I think, the most disappointing team that we had high expectations for in college hoops this season. I don't think uh, the Wolverines are going to get the win at Mackey Arena on Saturday, but the Ken Palm projection of 11, I think, is also too high. Purdue's been uh, faced uh, forced to cover some inflated numbers. I think now six and nine against the spread in the past 15, and uh, did cover that inflated number against uh, Minnesota. I, I thought the number here should be nine, nine and a half, similar to what it was against Ohio State uh, last Sunday. I'd probably take Michigan at double digits, and also in the Pac-12. Uh, USC at Arizona, huge win for the Cats yep. last night. A 17-point lead got uh, dwindled to three. They end up winning by 10. Uh, what do you think Arizona is going to be against USC? Ken Palm I, I think projection? Eight, eight and a half, nine? 12. That high? Yep, that's Ooh, a, at least wow. that's the KP projection. Okay, I don't think it'll be that high. Yep. All right, well, we'll come back. we got plenty of stuff to get to. On the other side, Chuck Esposito, director of Red Rock Sportsbook, joins us next. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. One expert pick worth two times the points. Join the action on the biggest Sunday of the football season with the L'Oreal Men Expert Pick. Play free for your shot at a share of 10000 total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash MenExpert now to draft your lineup before game time. L'Oreal, because we're worth it. <laughs> Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. That's DraftKings.com slash MenExpert. Let's go out to this man who's an expert and get his pick on the game. Chuck Esposito, hey, man. the Red Rock Sportsbook Director. We love our friends over at L'Oreal, but a man who needs none, that would be Chuck Esposito. Have you seen that mop on his head? It's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Chuck, what's going on, man? I'm good, boys. How are you today? We're excited, man. We're the uh, Super Bowl is approaching. Uh, so let's just get the basics out of the way first. Side and total where you're at and what the action's been like over at stations in these uh, first few days with it up on the board. Yeah, it's exciting for us, too. I mean, we're, we're looking forward to it. Uh, prop pack is just about done. We have already have about uh, 15 to 18 pages out. It'll be complete tonight. Uh, Rams opened four guys. They quickly drove us to uh, uh, to four and a half. Game total opened up 49 and a half. Has come down a little bit. Overall, about 60% of the tickets are on the Rams. About 51% of the tickets are on the over right now. But only scratch the surface, as you guys know. About 72 hours prior to kickoff and leading up until kickoff, you'll see the bulk of the action come in on the big game. Where do you think these numbers going to close, Chuck, if you had to take a guess right now? You know, I don't think the number moves much, Matt. I think you're going to see the money line come down. I think we're in a spot right now where the, the public is early on. It was uh, They were actually taking um, the Bengals plus the points and laying the Rams money line early on, which was kind of a middle against us. I think now you're seeing more kind of Rams point spread and Bengal money line. Um, I don't think it's going to go up that much as far as the spread, but I do think the money line is going to come down, and I think the total is going to start to tick up again uh, as we get closer and closer to Sunday the 13th. All right, so right here at the South Point, Chuck, Rams minus 200, Bengals plus 175, total of 48.5. I think you have similar numbers at uh, Red Rock. So when you say it comes down, what do you think it comes down to? Minus 170, and you think the total closes around 50? 
I think the total 49.5 to 50 in that range, I think the money line, they've already shown, Matt, that they, they were laying, you know, 75 and 80 early on. I'm thinking right around that, maybe that 80 range is where it comes down to and ultimately closes. Okay. All right. I like it. Again, right now, uh, the number across the board, 4.5 with a total of 48.5. So you mentioned this, uh, how many pages of props you got up and you got more coming out there at stations? Yeah, by the end of the night tonight, they'll probably be close to 25 pages. Um, that, that are up tonight, guys. And, you know, the props have become such a big part of the game. I mean, they make up 45 to 50%. I mean, you don't have to like the Rams or Bengals. There's pretty much a prop for just about every play, every player. Um, there's guys walking around with, you know, prop packets and sheets and just having fun with it. And it's great now because everything's on the app as well. So uh, if, if, you, if you don't make it out or if there's crowds at the, at the window to bet in long lines, you can just log on to the app and, and make all your bets that way. All right, Chuck, what were some of your favorite props? I know you're creative. You come up with uh, some new ideas every year. What were some of the favorite props you've put out so far at Station Casinos? I think one's the, the, the Bengals record in a Super Bowl. They've had two previous trips. Their first trip in, in uh, 1982, Kenny Anderson threw for exactly 300 yards. At that point, it was a record. Uh, will Joe Burrow throw for more than 300 yards, 301 or more, yes or no. I kind of like that prop since he's up against the uh, the vaunted Rams defense. Uh, I thought that was kind of a, a cool prop to put up as well. No, that is a pretty cool prop to put up there. In, uh, history. What? History. Yep, the history prop. Yep, it actually is that. Yep. Chuck, when you, um, a lot of times. Here's another one for you. This is kind of the California, the, the Southern Cal prop. Um UCLA Bruins and they play um, that they play the day before at USC. Total points scored versus uh, OBJ's receiving yards. Um, and then uh, here's a is a Cincy Ohio kind of prop for you. Cincinnati Bearcats also play on the 12th. Bearcats total points versus T Higgins receiving yards. So there's a bunch of kind of cross sport props guys tied to you know the UFC fights uh, the night before, tied to the Golden Knights. Uh, but those kind of stuck out as, to me, kind of the uh, the Southern Cal prop, the Ohio prop, and then the um, uh, the Kenny Anderson kind of historical prop against uh, Joe Burrow. Is there a spread on that uh, SoCal prop? Uh, yeah, uh, Beckham is minus three and a half, guys. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you'd pencil project uh, UCLA for about 70 points, somewhere in that range, against uh, USC. In I the project Odo Beckham Jr. for about 125 yards. So. <laughs> okay. Chuck. <laughs> props for you, you know? Right, yeah. um, you know, it's funny you say that, but a lot of the props that have gone up, you know, we've seen more action uh, initially, at least on the under. And I think you look at these two teams, and uh, we know how good the Rams can be defensively, uh, played an under game against the, um, against the 49ers. Um, so you just wonder, you know, it's a very young Cincinnati team. Do they take a little while to get that offense going? They'd only scored three points in the first half against Kansas City before they kind of got on track in the second half. Um, that's what I think makes some of these props interesting with the yardage. Uh, it's just, you know, do you get a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game? And remember, the Rams were just there a couple of years ago and a dismal offensive performance. Granted, different quarterback, but still, they had a hard time mustering anything in that Super Bowl against the Chiefs. Yeah, I scored exactly uh, three points in that game that, uh, that lost. <laughs> that is correct. Lost to the Patriots 13-3. to uh, Patriots, right, yep. Chuck, do you think, you know, the public likes to bet yeses and overs on props. Do you think Joe Burrow is going to be a very popular guy with the, the betting public to play overs? I do, Matt, because I, I think it'll be more difficult for, for Mixon and, and 
uh, and that running game to kind of get untracked against the Ram defense. Um, so I think you're going to look at this and you're going to see Burrow being a pop- popular guy. I mean, you think about him. I mean, the Heisman, national championship, first overall pick, and has a chance to hoist the Lombardi as well. Uh, no one else has done that. Um, that offense revolves around him. And you look at his weapons with Higgins and Boyd and, and Jamar Chase and if uh, Uzama's healthy and even Mixon. I mean, he can light it up in a hurry, uh, as we've seen throughout the season and, of course, in the second half against the Chiefs. Chuck, you know, on any given like week on an NFL Sunday, right, as a book, you don't want to be too far off market uh, from where the numbers are. When it comes to props, does that really matter? Like we were talking about this shopping around for props. You could find plus money on a prop that's maybe a small favorite somewhere else. Does, Does that really matter from a bookmaker's perspective with so many props available at so many different locations? I don't think it does, JVT. I mean, you know, unfortunately there are scalps out there, and a lot of times that's just what they're looking for. Um, there's middles out there. Uh, we're trying to position ourselves in the best possible spot to, to get two-way action on these props and, and moving them accordingly. But you're definitely going to see some value out there industry-wide, and I would think a number of scalps and, and possible middles as well. But that's just part of it. Um, everyone's still playing these props and having fun with it. And, again, we may move them a little bit faster, um, but uh, you may be out of market a little bit on some of these props, no question. All right, Chuck, I know when we talked to you a week ago, you thought it was going to be a Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl. A lot of people thought it did. And uh, the Chiefs up 21-3, to threatening to score, blew that game, which had to surprise you. What did the Bengals show you in that game, and do you think they showed you enough or showed the betting public enough to uh, believe that they could be live dogs here against the Rams? I think they did, Matt. I mean, you're down 21-3 to against the Chiefs. And granted, the Chiefs should have at least kicked a field goal. They kicked that field goal, and they're not just up three scores. They're up three touchdowns. Um, they don't do that. You're down 21-3 against the Chiefs at home. We saw the Chiefs the way they played the last two minutes against the Bills. I mean, a lot of teams would have folded up shop. I mean, this is a young Bengal team that hadn't really been in this position before, hadn't won a playoff game in 31 years. They went into Tennessee and won, and you're trailing 21-3. to In my opinion, outside of Lambeau, is the toughest place to play in the NFL. You come back and win that game. You really dominated the second half. I think they're a young team right now that is just – you know, just loose and relaxed. I think they did show me enough that they can be competitive and win this game uh, in a week from Sunday. Do you think uh, most betters are going to play the Bengals on the money line or take the four and a half? Because I know in the Super Bowl a lot of times uh, you see money line play on the dog. Yeah, based on what we've seen so far, Matt, I would say they're going to play the dog on the money line. Um, I think if you like the Bengals, you have to feel that they can win this game outright. I think that's always the case with a dog. If you really like a dog, you should feel that they can win the game outright. And I think the Bengals can. I mean, the Rams are in it this year. I mean, they haven't had a number one pick since 2016. They don't have another one until 2024, and they probably won't have that one. They're built to win today. This is a young Bengal team that I think could, could be a player for a number of years right now. They were our fourth team from the bottom, guys, uh, to win the Super Bowl going into this season. Um, teams like the, the Lions, the Jags, and the Texans were below them. They weren't expected to be here. The Rams were. I think they can be loose. Hey, it's the year of the Tiger, guys, in the Chinese New Year calendar. I think the Bengals are there, and uh, they're there for a reason because they're a good young team. I was going to follow it up with a question, but that's a great send-off, so I don't want to get, I don't want to ruin it. Don't want to step on it, Chuck. No, I found out about the year of the Tiger last week too, and I said, uh, okay, I might be with Chuck here. That, that might point you right to the Bengals. Nah, it's going to be disappointing when the uh, Bengals and Joe Burrow get smoked next weekend. All right, <laughs> Chuck, it's good to talk to you. Man. Thank you. If, if they win, he'll be smoking a cigar, though. I can guarantee you that. All right, I like it. Chuck Esposito, director, of Red Rock Sportsbook. Thanks a lot, Chuck. 
All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. That Red Rock Casino over there. Stop out there, JVT, after today's show. You live out there by the Red Rock. Pick up the packet of props. Jimmy Vaccaro in studio with us next. He's uh, got something he really wants to talk about. I know. He was yelling at us when he walked in. So we got to make sure that we get this uh, from Jimmy. Some top secret information or potentially info we can share with the public. Also, on the other side, uh, best bets. We have massive injury news in the NBA. And it ties into some of the best bets that we will give to you on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the segment of The Edge brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouch. is a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. No batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen America's number one nicotine pouch, available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com slash find. Locate a store near you that is ZYA. Find warning product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. One of the three guys in the desert who will be out there on Friday the 11th for betting and beers. Jimmy Vicaro's here. What's up, man? Booting and something. Betting and beers. Okay. Thank you for having me on. You know, this, this thing just came to me, and people out there, they were nice enough to say, Jimmy, come on in and vent your three minutes. After <laughs> listening and watching, you know, I've always heard about Radio Row. I've never been there. I'm sure it's like every station in the country uh, goes to the Super Bowl site, and they do their show right that week from there. But I'm thinking, well, maybe they have done it, and you guys probably would know more about this than I do. Gambling is accepted now. Betting is accepted now. You've got to have someone on the show who understands that side of the coin also. I mean, when you get people like Mattress Mac, you know, making that huge bet, I know that they don't understand if they talk about it. It's got to be the time where shows like your show, shows from Beeson, have to be a part of that because it's overwhelming. You can't get, in, can't get enough. It's on every station. Every commercial is about betting, you know, whatever mm-hmm. here in, in Timbuktu. But to say we can't have room for it is just insane. And I'd like to have this... This little parlor here. 
per, in percentage wise, how many people you think would listen to that show with answers on props and how they're done and money, how it moves and money line, as opposed to like you know we're we're doing a show, a show from uh, you know Bakersfield, California, because somebody was there in 1972 when they kicked off the USFL. <laughs> you know we got help me out, boys. Am I on the right track or wrong track? No, I've been saying the same thing for three years. Actually, I think Vsin should have a, a studio set up at the NFL draft when yes. it comes. Uh, to Vegas this year. Uh, we should have a, more of a presence uh, at these events than mm -hmm. we do. Instead of just doing the shows from the studio, I think we right. should be out there on the strip at these events or uh, wherever they happen to be. Well, I know that, uh, I mean to interrupt you, young man, but like I know that, like, uh, that I've been a little bit more pushy the Mr. Musburger, who runs the whole thing, and he does a great job. The response I get from these shows is just incredible. Why not take it to the next step? Why not do everything? Like, you know, it's time for us to do that. And I will be honored to do it. They may kick my ass out on the street, but I'm going to go down kicking. I can tell you that, gentlemen. Jimmy, think about all the big events. The Pro Bowl's not a big event, no. but there's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff going mm -hmm. on in town. Sure. NHL, All-Star Games here this week, but uh, the NFL's got... Uh, the draft coming here in April. You got the Super Bowl coming here mm -hmm. in two years. And I think uh, VSIN needs to have a, a major, major presence because, like you said, the NFL uh, supposedly has uh, got its uh, arms open for yeah. gambling yeah, right. talk now, right? Now so, it's okay yeah. to talk to guys like us. You know, I remember they used to spit on the floor when I was around. <laughs> Those days are done. And you know what? I know, but the response I get, we do stuff and talk about big bets whenever I put them on the Twixter site to send out. Sometimes the replies are 100,000 people. I am not joking. 100,000 people. You mean to tell me they wouldn't turn us on as opposed to someone telling them, stick around, and I don't know who's going to be the third guy drafted in the 1975 draft. Hey, uh, quickly before you take off, what's Super Bowl betting going to be like this week with this weekend with the props? Is it going to be quiet and just pick up the middle of next week? Well, we're, a little, we're guessing a little bit because obviously you know, it's the first, maybe the first year we're going to get back to maybe half-ass normal. So I look for another... Uh, yes, it starts next Monday with everything, and here we go, kids. Bye. I'm going to the spa. See you later. All, All right, right, see have you, a good man. Time, buddy. <laughs> Jimmy Vicaro, the man, the myth, the legend, with very good points about the Super Bowl coverage and sports gambling. You know how I feel about the whole mattress back thing. It's never covered properly. I would, yeah. Just, I mean, just mention what his bet is. He's hedging a promotion, right? And uh, I think most people get it by now. Eh. I don't, huh? think, I don't think people get it. I think people look at it and be like, this guy's betting with both hands. He's firing away. He's not. Yeah. It's an insurance policy. But it's but that doesn't get the headlines. $4.5 does. Basically, I, I think v has got to play a big role in this. There's uh, There's got to be an, an intelligent uh, – there's got to be intelligent voices who cover sports betting who know what they're talking about because there are so many people out there now – in the, in the gambling space, we'll, we'll call it, who, who don't know what they're talking about. Evidence of that was last week when that video was put out. <laughs> it said Jimmy Vaccaro made a $220,000 bet here at the South Point. you got a lot of people who don't know what they're talking about commenting on sports betting. Fortunately, we have a lot of people here who do. Yes, yes, indeed. So, <clears throat> All right, last five minutes. Let's get the best bets and uh, wrap it up before we head off into the weekend. And what a good weekend at that it will be. I also got a sneaky good UFC card this coming weekend. It's a fight night card. All right. Uh, NBA, last night, Suns minus five and a half. How about that? The Hawks just shoot the lights out from three. Suns are pretty mm. competitive throughout the entire game, but ultimately if you're going to allow your opponent to shoot over 50% from three, you're not going to win, let alone cover a lot of those games, and that is ultimately what happened. Suns five and a half, the loss there. Two plays for today. Got the best of this one. Hornets minus four and a half against the Cavaliers, up to five and a half now. 
this is just a play against Cleveland because Evan Mobley, uh, excuse me, Evan Mobley, uh, Darius Garland is not going to play tonight. It's going to be his uh, third missed game, second missed game, one of the two. I think it's the third. Uh, back issues for one Darius Garland. They've got zero in the backcourt now. Humans. Ricky Rubio, as we know, is out. Colin Sexton, as we know, is out. Now it's Garland. They're starting backcourt of Chetty Osman, and uh, I think it's Brandon Goodwin. It's just not a good situation. Rajon Rondo's turning the ball. You know, last time out, Rajon Rondo turned the ball over. He had a turnover rate of 35%. Jeez. Yeah, it's just not good. So this offense has been stuck. Uh, I don't know what's worse than neutral. Uh, without Reverse. Darius Garland. Yeah, so uh, I will play against the Cavaliers and uh, lay it four and a half, got up to five and a half. <laughs> that uh, should be a good spot for the Hornets. What about the Nets? Yeah, so this is interesting. So actually, initially this morning, got the best of the number. The Nets uh, got to as high as five. I went to bet that, didn't get it, got four and a half. It got down to his, uh, one spot, like bottomed out at three. Right, they're playing the Utah Jazz, but just uh, a couple of hours ago, I get NBA'd here. Uh, James Harden not going to play. I think it's a hamstring issue that is going to keep him out here, but still not terrible. I'm only a point off of the number, so I took four and a half. It's up to five and a half. Here's the thing, and I actually still feel relatively confident here. Rudy Gobert is still not playing. The Utah Jazz, without Rudy Gobert, have a defensive rating of about 116. Mm-hmm. They are still a very poor defense in terms of on-ball defense. They won't be able to contain Kyrie Irving, I believe. still think the Nets would be relatively live here against a poor defense like the Utah Jazz. And I think the number, not even moving that much, kind of tells you, uh, at least what the market's thinking there. So Nets plus 4.5, Hornets minus 4.5. Boom. That's All right, hopefully tonight. you got two winners for hopefully, a Friday night. Hopefully. Uh, by the way, really quickly, recap from yesterday, college basketball split. BYU couldn't hit their free throws, lost outright. Wyoming, though, gets it done against Boise State. How about this stretch for Wyoming? Boise State twice in nine days. Colorado State winning overtime, covering mm-hmm. all three of those games. Good stretch for the Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys are uh, making a case to be regarded as the best or second-best team in the Mountain West Conference, which I think they are. I think they're number one or two. Yeah, that large Graham E.K. Sure. with a huge game last night, 33 yeah. points and 10 rebounds. And uh, I appreciate that because I was on Wyoming minus one as a best bet last night, too. How about the end of that Cal Baptist game, by the way? That was not a best bet. But did you see what happened at no, the I was, end of the No, I was keeping track of my app. I did not watch Free throws and yep. fouls and hijinks at the end. Uh, that number was 12, dropped to 11 and a half and 11. It ends on 11, 68 to 57 uh, last night. But um, uh, I'll spare you the play-by-play of that. But Wyoming, a uh, winner last night. I'm going back to the Mountain West. Bet this last night, put it on the VSIN email overnight. Since Everybody the, followed. Well, the number has been bumped up. I think a lot of people see the same thing I see here. Uh, a month ago, the Rams were ripped at San Diego State. They were embarrassed in that game, and they gave up late and uh, blown out by 30. So you got conference revenge. You've also got a Colorado State, State team that's going to be uh, steaming uh, back-to-back losses, a, a blowout last Friday at home at the hands of UNLV, and then a loss that went down to the wire at Wyoming uh, this week when David Roddy could have closed out the game and missed a free throw. Yep. Uh, so not only do you have conference revenge, you've got a Colorado State team that's only lost three games all season and two of those in the past week. So trying to bounce back from back-to-back losses. And uh, I had Colorado State rated the better uh, team than San Diego State going into the season. Uh, going into the conference season anyway. Uh, I don't, I'm not crazy about some trends I've seen develop uh, with the Rams. Their, their three-point shooting has been weak. The rebounding has not been great. The rim defense has not been great. But I think tonight you're going to get a great effort from Colorado State. You're going to see uh, the Rams uh, bring their A game. And uh, I laid two and a half here. This number's up to three and a half or four. Uh, the money line's around minus 170 right now at the South Point. But I like Colorado State to take down San Diego State as my best bet 
tonight. Yeah, and to shed some light, too, on that first result, uh, that was actually a game after, uh, well, we'll call it two games. Uh, they played one game after their COVID hiatus. Remember, they were off from December 11th to January 4th. They barely get by Air Force. Then they have to go on the road to take on San Diego State right after that. A little out of sorts. So it would make sense that you get a little bit of a better effort uh, from Colorado State here. And to your point, too, because I was looking at this because you mentioned it a couple of times, uh, at the rim defensively, giving up 66% to opponents, which mm-hmm. is uh, not very good. That's going to have to change tonight because San Diego State can be tough around the rim. But I still like Colorado State to get the win on Fort Collins. Yep. It's going to be a good one. Uh, regardless, I cannot wait to watch it later tonight. All right. Uh, we are all done. Uh, the, the injury news that I was going to mention was the fact that James Harden wasn't going to play, by the way. So I teased the NBA injury news. That's what it was. Um, with that, we are all done. Make Until sure you Sunday night. Uh, that's right. Opening lines, a, a very prop-centric version of the opening lines. Make sure you check it out Sunday night, 8 p.m. Pacific time. We'll see you then. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.